0: Sanna Vinding here. I'm thrilled to be hosting this rerun episode where we dive into the world of digital marketing and how manufacturers can leverage it to connect with customers, increase brand awareness and drive sales in today's ultra-competitive marketplace. Our guest, Bridget Kane-Farragan, Marketing Manager at Fairrite Product, shares valuable insight and strategies for utilizing social media and websites to connect with customers beyond traditional nine to five hours, how to generate leads and even close deals. Whether you're new to digital marketing or looking up your game, this episode is packed with practical tips and benefits that you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation.
1: Right. I think what social media is amazing in general, not just LinkedIn, is that it touches people After the nine to five day, you know, it's you. We were so used to this kind of idea that you worked and then you clocked out and you forgot about it. But these other ways that you could touch people on different time zones, we're on the East Coast. So, you know, when you're posting, you could schedule to be seen from, you know, all over the world. I think it's a way to touch people that we never really were able to. Manufacturing is such a big, big component, but it's hard to put these like faces and other items to, you know, the company. But when you are able to post and kind of be seen and make it these things to stay top of mind, it it definitely was a way to build our brand.
0: What will you do to unlock innovation? In today's fast-paced world, innovation might not be enough. Tomorrow's pioneers of change will need to be agile, able to adapt, and committed like never before. Your host, Santa Vending, invites you to listen in and join business leaders from around the world as they share their visions for success in our future business challenges. Welcome to Modern Marketing for Manufacturing Companies and Manufacturing Reps. We'll be talking to industry leaders about how they're meeting the needs of their B2B customers in the electronics manufacturing industry. I'm your host Sena Linding, and today I have Bridget Kane Farrigan with me. She's a marketing professional with experience around brand positioning and digital marketing. She's a marketing strategist at Fairright Products, which is a manufacturer who create innovative solutions for the global electronic industry. So, welcome, Bridget. I'm so great, so great to have you on here today.
1: Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. And actually, I've, it was so fun because we finally met each other at EDS, right? Back in May. Right. It was so great to see your energy as a person because I've been following you and the company right behind oh, just on LinkedIn. So suddenly to see right. you right there, it's just so great to see it. And I'm I'm so impressed with you, what you've done on social media oh. and also how you've been growing the, your followers. So I, I want to hear more about that. But but first, right, let's get some of the listener, you know, if you can tell a little bit about, you know, about yourself, your background, maybe your job. Sure. I think that would be that would be great.
1: Yeah, no, I um, started at Ferry five years ago. I got my master's in digital marketing um, from Sacred Heart University. So it was my first job after that. So they took a chance on me, and I uh, I'm very grateful because it's been the best best experience. Um, so what I do here at ferrite is I wear many hats. You know, I'm in charge of the trade shows. Um, all of the digital content the social media all the fun stuff the giveaways you know it's all all the the things you get to decide that shows it it puts um you know these items or these posts and stuff that makes these manufacturing facility accessible you know it's it's amazing it was my first manufacturing company so it was kind of a learning curve you know seeing that everything's this one stop shop yeah so it's definitely, you know, taken a few years, but now, you know, now that the ball is running, I feel like, you know, it's only going up from here.
0: Yeah. You're like flying. No. <laughs> so I, let, let's talk, uh, talk about the, the LinkedIn, because I think that's where you have a lot of success and maybe, maybe you have more Then tell more about that. Uh, but but how, how does it start and how did you get, get aligned and to see that this is actually a benefit for you and giving you that success you were looking for?
1: Right. I think what social media is amazing in general, not just LinkedIn, is that it touches people after the nine to five day. You know, it's, you. we were so used to this kind of idea that you worked and then you clocked out and you forgot about it. But these other ways that you could touch people on different time zones, we're on the East Coast. So, you know, when you're posting, you could schedule to be seen from, you know, all over the world. I think it's a way to touch people that we never really were able to. Manufacturing such a big, big component, yeah. but it's hard to put these like faces and other items to, you know, the company but when you are able to post and kind of be seen and make it, these things to stay top of mind it, it definitely was a way to build our brand yeah it was it was not such a focus before I mean they we had LinkedIn's and everything and there was posts and everything but I think staying on top of mind LinkedIn specifically yeah. we were able to build our network from the ground up and you know the engineers are able to access things um, I am you know of the generation that like we thrive in these kind of situations you know posting and making sure we're seen so it's just something like everyday life for us so i uh did want to make a big effort into that kind of marketing so it's yeah. it's definitely been we're kind of like i said we got the ball rolling and now we found our groove. we found what how to identify where we are and what we sell and kind of make it a fluid branding along with a very clean look you know it's hard not to get so complicated on social media
0: yeah that's good. And also get get faces, right? Or people and be more, yeah, yeah humanize the company or the manufacturing company Literally. to be there, right? To represent you. Right. So you're also on Twitter and Facebook. So how, mm-hmm. how's that? Is that it just, just to have the footprint or is that also giving yeah. you benefits? I
1: think, you know, with Facebook, you know, there's all these different approaches like Twitter is, um, for branding for a company, I think it's probably one of the harder eggs because it's kind of, you know, where everyone just goes to complain, right? So you don't want to be talked about on Twitter. So yeah. um, if you're, you are the only one posting on Twitter, you know, there's fun banter and stuff like that. You can have, but um, I think Facebook is more for what I say is our employees, our employees, our friends of employees, you know, where they get to see where we have events and, you know, the the faces behind our production, the people yeah. that make business run are these people that are here, you know, when the pandemic happened, they yeah. were coming in every day, and we wanted to showcase that. Yeah. So I think, you know, you kind of have to have these different approaches for these different kinds of media. Also, you know, the of components electronics is a hard, hard concept to explain, you know, I am not an engineer. So when I have these posts where these Employees can be like, we're found in this thing. It's you know, it makes it full circle for everybody. Yeah. So it's kind of, um, you know, there's something for everybody. I try to make it at least like that.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. So Uh, you just said, you know, let's talk about the the pandemic, right? Before and after. Mm -hmm. So how how did that influence how you were, you know, your daily work and also how you're communicating?
1: Yeah, I think. the pandemic definitely kind of made us accessible all the time, you know, where we used to have conferences and meet with reps quarterly, but, you know, now we're a phone call away and we all kind of adapted. Uh, office staff, we were home, but it was definitely, we still had production going. So, you know, it was important to, for everyone to be in when we could. Yeah. So I think, you know, focusing, readapting to the content creation technology wise was a big focus for us. I remember going into 2020. And I said, we we had this big marketing meeting. And I said, you know, we should focus on content creation. So it's, it kind of set up for a good start. We had a YouTube channel that was really booming at the time. And if you go back into 2020 on our YouTube channel, you'll see Mike Garrison, product manager, doing videos out of his garage. And wow. it's, and it's, you know, when you look back on it, it's like, such a time in our life, you know, yeah. anyone who lives through this, we all know what it was like. Yeah. So I think it was just adapting and growing and kind of this new norm. We could have just stopped baking videos altogether because it's, it, you know, it would have been the easy way out, but no, like Bruce, our other product manager would come in on weekends when no one else was here and record. Yeah. So I think it was just adapting and making sure that we still had the presence that we were building so Uh, steadily before it to to consistently be available yeah so I think you know we were kind of setting ourselves up for a good start but it definitely we were not prepared enough obviously who could be but it definitely wasn't as bad as I think some of the other branding adapting to this new technology would be
0: yeah, no, definitely, definitely, and and I think it's so great with the YouTube and you just being more creative, right? Uh, right. And being, f- you know, having it from your garage makes you just more human, right? It's yeah, like hey,
1: exactly here, right. <laughs> this
0: is how yeah, this is how I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And it's and then a lot of it is also, um, you know, you could do this at home too. The engineers that were watching the videos were adjusting to how they had to adjust. So it kind yeah. of is like, well, if he could do it in his garage, you could do it in your garage. So it kind of you know, made it seem of that you life didn't have to completely change.
0: No. How, how did the, the sales and the marketing process and how you were aligned, how did that change with before pandemic and after pandemic?
1: I think, you know, with the aligning ourselves with good reps and making sure that we were in front of them, providing the tools and the content that they need to survive and, you know, thrive digitally rather than, you know, before leading up to this, we were focused on this print catalog, which is so, you know, me being the digital marketing, it was like, I'm doing what with paper. Um, So it was an adjustment. So when we were working on that, we were like, you know, this, I'm not sure this is ever going to go back. So it's, you know, providing the tools for them that they are able to do their selling from the computer screen or having webinars where they set up lunch and learns. We did do a big budget for Grubhub so we can have these kind of lunch and learns where reps were able to bring their engineers and FAEs from distributors that were able to have these technical conversations that we might not have even been a part of because we would have to have physically traveled there. So, you know, in a lot of ways it it helped us and it kind of, we were able to be touching people that we wouldn't have been able to in, in the past.
0: Yeah. So have you seen anything like going faster now? Has that speeding up? So when you are involved with customers through your reps, um, mm-hmm. has the onboarding or finding out, you know, the problem you're solving for the customer, is that going faster now because of, of the the Zoom and the team meetings?
1: Yeah. No, I definitely think it's definitely going faster because, you know, we're in this age of instant gratification. So if they could have the engineer from our end, their end, and our rep be all part of this one conversation from the comfort of our home, everything's going to move quicker. They were able to ask the right questions to the right people rather than the rep having to then come to us and then go back to them. Cause you know, when you're in front of someone, it's easier to kind of grab their attention and keep their attention. They walk away with action items just like we do. So I think everything is moving faster just because of the, you know, availability of everybody involved.
0: Yeah um what about manufacturing reps because i can see on, on linkedin right you're expanding and adding more of these reps which is awesome so um how do you how do you set up i guess so it's going to be a good onboarding but also how do you mm-hmm. succeed with them what what do you expect from them and what do they expect from you
1: yeah no we definitely took the time to onboard a bunch of established rep groups i mean they are the top notch rep groups that we always wanted to align with. So when onboarding, I think what we did was we had um, both distribution engineering, we had these kind of sessions and that we, and marketing of course, and, and we were able to stay in front of them. And when we had them, have any questions we were able to have application trainings and other wow. stuff like that where they could see because I think a big part of rep groups that are amazing is the cross-selling of them yeah. where they might not have even thought of us previously but now that they have our line that they, they can cross sell and uh make sure that they're covering all of their different uh lines when they're going to setting up these calls. Um
0: so yeah no yeah. that's bad. so so what what kind of marketing material do you share with your mar- the reps, um, so, and, and do yeah. they do they use it, or are they just like ending up in this inbox and then? <laughs> you don't yeah.
1: No, that's the other thing. It's you know, it's no longer the print catalogs. I think you know, it's funny because I used to think the catalog they would bring was like their passport. It's like yeah. I got my blue yeah. book. Mm. I think they bring it to somebody. <laughs> um, so I think you know, now that they have these kind of PDFs and easy, you know files that we provide them. So we do a lot of application flyers where they can see where our products fall in very common applications like automotive, medical, solar. Um, and then we also have product lines where it's just these quick access, quick sheets. So yeah. it's no longer this, you know, homework where they have to, you know, they, I had to give in this paperwork because, you know, the marketing girl at Ferrite's is going to hunt me down if I don't. Um it's usually when they're having a conversation they're like, you know, we do have this other line that has this great flyer that I think you should look at. Yeah. Um so I do think the flyers have been great, you know, the videos, the videos perform really really well with engineers because um and hobbyists, you know, cuz they yeah. they want that's what they're looking for. And uh, so providing all of that stuff and also just listening to our reps when they say that they have a customer that's looking for something, being easily adaptable to making that. So we have a really great graphic designer who uh, can make everything for us. So it kind of wasn't this huge lag, you know, before COVID, we would have to send it out. And, you know, but now it's this, you know, quick turn, it's focused, you know, we only have so many, somebody's attention for so long. So it's, you know, giving them what they ask us for.
0: Yeah. So, um, but again, so the the age group of engineers, let's, let's go mm-hmm. into that, right? That's the older ones. And then there's all the young one coming in. Yeah. Um, and they all have different habits. Right, The the older ones, maybe they really like that catalog print. They really like it printed out. They print everything out. Um, Younger ones like, no, I just, you know, my phone or my, you know, my, my, my laptop. That's where I access it. So how do you, how do you make sure you actually are accessible to all of them?
1: so i think one of the great things that we do is we we still provide those paper things you know as much as it was for me a, a confusion because i'm part of that younger group um it you know we have engineers here that are looking for the catalog you know yeah. it's also a great tool when someone's new or you know getting our line for the first time faes at you know these distributors used to that was what they use you know you look through a book so i think you know not completely eliminating stuff of the other tools that we used to use and also being you know organically available so i think with the younger generation you you want to be accessible and give them the instant gratification where they can do a quick google search and they can um find us organically um, online along with you know providing tools we have these amazing tools on our website called ask the advisor where anyone can ask any question and we have our engineers answering them in 48 hours Mm -hmm. so you know, if anyone's like me and doesn't want to make a phone call, yeah, you'd rather do anything but actually yeah. talk to someone. Those are the perfect tools, you know, <laughs> and that's what a lot of our engineers say, like, you know, I'd rather just, you know, ask the question and get an email because it's also part of the, you know, keeping a record. Every Our phones and our computers are our, our, our life these days, you know, yeah. having a conversation is so hard to not get lost in translation. So I think having these tools that we provide for them and being also, you know, aligned with really great distributors that um, engineers use half of our team were design engineers before, so they know what they were going to. So we aligned with really great distributors that focus on engineers. So it, you know, being available from all ends is what we have to focus on,
0: you know, um, Oh, that's great. Now I, I didn't see that on your website because I was impressed by your website as well. But that's that's great. I'm sure that is like a lead. Um, yeah. When you can have you can ask anything.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like it's yeah. a way to touch somebody because, you know. You can get all of these analytics, but when someone's wanting to re- hear from you, it's you know that means that they're expecting, and you can definitely reach back out. Or you know the leads for the, our reps. It's also a great tool for our reps. Yeah. We have in a fantastic machine shop, and you know you'd be amazed at how how frequently things come out of Ask the Advisors. Just someone thinking of an idea, and we're like we can do that. You know, it's, it's, you know, if you dream it, we could do it. And if you type it in the ATA, it's happening. So I think, you know, providing these tools is what kind of makes us different. It kind of humanizes the manufacturing.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, What about marketing and planning? How, How far do you plan your campaigns? Or what's what's going on?
1: Right. So generally I do um, a month out. I don't go too crazy just because times are so different. Times are changing. You know, I just saw something that marketing is the only thing that you have to learn, unlearn and then relearn. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to plan too far in advance, you know, because, yeah. you know, as consumers, we adapt, you know, there's different you, everyone's thinking differently. You're not clicking the first link on a Google. You, you know, that's an ad now, you know, we're all programmed <laughs> differently. So I think pre-planning is great. I have general ideas of themes that I try to do and kind of schedule those out when it comes to applications that I'm focusing on. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I kind of try to adapt, see what works. I do one month at a time. And then I try to also provide our reps with things about a month and a half before. So I try to allow them to have the time to be the first touch and the first look for when it comes to marketing. So I send it to them because I want the customer to see it came from our rep. You know first before and then when we follow up with the same post or something similar they're like oh yeah and that relates to this rep so it's you know i i try to say a month a month and a half max but you know the scheduling features on these different programs are are the way to a marketer's heart because it's it's so difficult when you when you didn't have that set up
0: yeah no no, no. that's good no it's good to, to feel and it also makes you Able to pivot, right? If something is mm-hmm. happening or something pops up uh, of an amazing anything, right. in Organization, you can actually add that in or you can change to it. So uh, that's good. What mm-hmm. about responsiveness? Because I think if we look at, at us, right, B2C, if we buy something, if we buy something on Amazon, we just like, you know, we're nope, next day, right? Or the next day mm-hmm. after that. So the responsiveness, um, is that How's that behavior or the habits that we have of our day-to-day life? Have you seen that that's changing, you know, when you work with B2B customers? Is that the same? Or are we yeah, think, there? Yeah,
1: I, and and I think also we're seeing from globally it's different. You know, us in North America, we do expect things pretty quickly and, and you know, we want instant gratification, but in europe things are a little different they they want the quality rather than the, you know the, so i think always adjusting to who you're marketing to and yeah. you know having i you know expectations that are realistic you know any electronic component company is going to talk about lead times and the dreaded yeah. the dreaded l word so i think you know everyone in our industry expects it so it's not so much this Amazon but uh I think it, it is interesting to see like how but when it comes to responsiveness from a branding up, like with the ATIS, is, is a great example yeah having answered their question you know they're already expecting the lead time if we do move forward with it or you know the you know delay in price whatever it may be but you know when you answer them and they're feeling seen. So I think we all just want to be feeling seen, right? We want to know that we're not in this like this oblivion of the internet. So the ATA is having a minimum of 40 um, a maximum of 48 hours where people have to be heard from again is yeah. where we you know the responsiveness or you know, if someone requests a catalog or requests a sample, getting back to them quickly doesn't mean that they'll have the product by Prime, but it, it does mean that they're they're seen and they know they're a value add because that's what we want to be seen as somebody, a, a service, you know, we're providing your signal solution. So whatever we have to do to get that answer to you, we're going to do it.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. What about, so somebody's listening, right? And they're like, oh, either mm-hmm. they don't have anybody as a marketing um mm-hmm. resource in there at, as a manufacturer, or maybe they have like one person. so if you have to give them advice because you know you've been in yeah. your home for a couple of years, you learned you' know, you're growing, you're yeah. and everything else, what, what kind of advice will you give?
1: So I guess what I would say is just consistency. Invest in tools that you know it doesn't have to be the most expensive tools, but just invest in tools that make your life easier and just so you could stay in front of the customer. LinkedIn. Anything that's free, you know, email campaigns, you know, catchy, you know, titles in your emails, it's what what sells to you. So that's the thing. When you get an email, what makes you open that email or what what ad on the side? You know, you have to think of as the consumer rather than just the marketer. So whatever you can do to kind of stay in front of them. And use the tools that you have. Um, the, everything is coming up with so many different ways. You know, we prefer constant contact because I can do my calendar scheduling and stuff with emails and surveys and everything. Yeah. So whatever can keep you consistent and you know pre-planning, spend a day planning. That's kind of the best advice that I could give. And uh, just say authentically your company. What what you want people to see as your company?
0: Yeah. Oh that's a good advice. I I like that. I think definitely the consistency. Um mm-hmm. next time um and and again right exactly. do it for 3 months and then you can actually see and measure and and see the benefit right. of it. Um and then keep going. Um mm-hmm. just after a few days right that doesn't that doesn't flip and then no. Um what about yeah so i want to talk about like you you know what what you're facing right now as a, as your biggest challenge what what are you what what do you have on on the table right now or maybe on your computer that's you saying oh this <laughs> is my next big mountain that i need to
1: besides the print catalog yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> the forever um, print catalog <laughs> no, i think what's our biggest challenge is just evolving you know like i said consumers are growing. We're getting smarter. We want to stay in front of them and we want to be accessible, but also, you know, it's hard because we are a smaller company and, and, you know, we don't have the same marketing budget as a lot of people. So it's, it's utilizing what we have. Like I said, utilizing the free tools, utilizing the reps that you align with, reaching out to, you know, distributors that you could see if there's any sort of free Featured marketing that you could be a part of it. It doesn't hurt to ask, you know, yeah. so I think that and and just creating new products to stay on top of mind, you know, the NPIs, anything that we could to stay on top of mind and, yeah. and make sure that we don't, you know, fall flat. I think that's kind of always going to be our biggest, you know, uphill battle is just staying relative and you know components are so hard because there's so many companies, but you know, we have a really unique model being 70 years US manufacturing, never you know, wavering from that. So I think branding to stay who we are across the board always.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's just and keep going, right? And be be creative, Mm -hmm. I think. And what you're saying with the free tools um -hmm. what i've seen and what i've learned on the way as well in my journey is that sometimes by not having the budget makes you be more creative and saying okay then Mm -hmm. how do i make that message you know and what about youtube right or create video um and don't don't have too high high expectations and sometimes when you try suddenly it turns out to be really great so, yeah,
1: and it's even more fun, you know. Half of it is the fun of marketing, right? It's it's you want to see that growth, you know, from where I was five years ago. I would never imagine where we are now with this, you know, growing YouTube channel and in our consistent marketing and yeah. you know the branding that we're getting across. It it's just finding what works for you guys, and that's yeah. um, that. It feels really good, you know.
0: Yeah, and you have to experiment, right? Jump, yeah. try. Um, because if you don't try, it's just, it'll be the same and nothing changed. So uh, don't
1: and that's try to do it, your
0: yeah. do it, do it, do it. Um, cool. So if anyone wants to, to reach out to you, Bridget, how can they, how can, where can they find they, you? And how sure. they to you?
1: So you can find me on LinkedIn under Bridget Kane Farraghan. I, um, I'm also available, um, via email, kaneb at fair right.com, uh, and reach out on fair right.com anything that you guys may need and uh, i'm always happy to help and uh it's it's been awesome talking to you
0: yeah now and i'll make sure to the links that you just said right i'll make sure that there will be in the show notes and also on the episode page for on mindinnovation.com so yeah this was fun so you know I know. It was. Yeah, it's just <laughs> i like that so thank you so much and uh, and i'm going to see you in person again really soon
1: yes absolutely good
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Mind Innovation Podcast. New episodes are dropping By weekly so make sure you're following wherever you get your podcast. You can find me on LinkedIn, search for Vending. You can also find me on YouTube, search for Mind Innovation, or go to my website, sanavinding.com or mindinnovation.com. Stay curious, keep learning.